Welcome to episode one of The Gospel Truth. I am R. Major, and I have my partner here in Quest, Antonio. As to be expected, we are excited, and at the same time, we're also just a tad nervous. This is the first time that either one of us have actually done something like this, although it's been an idea that we've been brewing for some time. We finally decided to go ahead and throw our hats into the ring, if you will. As it is stated in the trailer, we are on a quest for truth. Welcome to the gospel truth. How are you today, my man? What's good, man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Ran no complaints here. Good. Good. You know, they say uh, complaining never gets you anywhere, and I always disagree with that. Dr. King complained. And he got some complained. complained. Right? We stand on their shoulders. Those are facts. Those are facts. May not necessarily agree with everything they did or the way they did it, but we stand upon their shoulders, along with many others. Right? <clears throat> so, um... There is an elephant in the room that, well, actually, now there's a couple of elephants in the room. Let's address it. <laughs> Why not address it? There are a couple of elephants in the room. Let's start off with the big one, right? The question is, uh-huh. why did we name it the gospel truth, no bullshit? Right. Well, if you let me tell it. Go ahead. Gospel truth is exactly what it is. It's the actual truth. It's what we perceive what the truth is. And no bullshit is something that we don't want. Something we don't want to hear. We just want nothing but the truth. Mm-hmm. And when we came up with the idea for this, because we've gone back and forth with it for a while, right? Because I've gotten pushback from my family. Right. Right. Uh, my daughter, who claimed she didn't even know I was doing a podcast, <laughs> all of a sudden jumps in and says, no, that's going to turn a lot of people off. My son, who is very stoic and doesn't say anything, all of a sudden had a mouthful. Um, I don't know. I don't think y'all should go with that. And then the missus, she comes along and says it's, Blasphemous. Really? How, how you get that one? Yeah. Right? But then I come over here and talk with you and your and your wife specifically, because your children, of course, they're not even involved in it. But come and talk with your um your wife and she was all for it. Right. So once she jumped in and she gave the okay, that's exactly what we were looking for. Because yeah. when we sat down and theorized this whole thing, we were saying, Well, wait a minute. Some people are gonna go for it, some people aren't. Right. Right. And for those who are offended, simply put, it's not for you. Right. Because if you only look at the surface and don't dig deep, it ain't for you. And that's exactly what we plan to do. Depends on how shallow you are. Right. (laughs) But you know, it might be too deep. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, the the main thing is, too, though, it's to cause controversy because everybody don't agree. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole thing. If you close your eyes, Open your ears. Mm-hmm. I think you'll say, I understand why we named it what we did. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I'm hoping we don't agree all the time. Exactly. Because I, I, we've discussed this as well, yeah. which is another reason why we decided to go with the podcast. Because of a lot of the discussions we have. Right. Through disagreement, you can actually learn and grow. Yeah. Right? Because if we, you have your point of view, I may have mine. Mm-hmm. We may not necessarily disagree, but we can look into each other's point of view and see, oh, I understand where you come from, right? Because we've gone over this with the pandemic, yes, right, and the vaccination specifically, yes, right. And okay, where you coming from with this? And once you give your side, and then you give me your—you're not just giving me your opinion, but you're also giving me some facts, some meat to go along with it, right? Right. And so that's the other thing—it's not just about our opinion, right—that we're going to be sharing here. 
right? As we stated in the, in the trailer, we're looking to be enlightened and we're looking to enlighten. True. We're open to learning and we're willing to share. Yes. So. And we're open to criticism. Yeah. I think that's the other part of it too. Open to criticism and definitely open to feedback. Yes. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. And if you all have any questions or comments or you want to give any type of feedback or criticism, email us. Yes, you can do so at the gospel truth, no BS at gmail.com. That's the gospel truth, N-O-B-S at gmail.com. So let's go ahead and jump into it. So one of the, the, the topic of today is, Excuse me. The topic of today is why we can't get support from loved ones. Okay. Why can't we get support from loved ones? Now, when you say get support from loved ones, we're talking about family in particular, right? Family in particular. And support regarding what exactly? With anything. With anything. With anything. That could be your success. Give me a little example. That could be your career. Okay. Career. Your hobbies. Hobbies. Okay. Even your education. Education. Okay. So I think it's a broad spectrum, but. Okay. So you're saying that sometimes you can't even get support from your family, even when it comes to your education? Yeah. Because everybody is different. Everybody thinks differently. Now, here's why I'm questioning education, though, because I think we understand in the black community, especially, it's vital to our survival. It's vital to us being able to thrive. Right. Right. I couldn't be here right right now with you if I didn't have some form of education. Right. Right. That would even make me feel capable enough to even be doing the podcast with you. Right. So you you think that sometimes we don't get support from our loved ones? Depend well regarding education. And I'm gonna tell you why. The mm-hmm. reason I say that is let's just say if you're going to college. Mm-hmm. If you are looking to go to college. Right. And let's just say you're a D student. Mm-hmm. And you say, hey, I want to go to Howard University, mm-hmm. a private institution, mm-hmm. right? Right. So you know that private institution is going to cost a lot of money. Okay. So you come to me and say, hey, dad, hey, cuz, bro, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, that's not for you. Maybe you should go to a trade school. <laughs> or maybe you should just go work. I mean, I guess sometimes it all depends on how you look at it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And who who's the actual individual that's going to school, right? Okay. Let's. I mean, but I, I guess at the same time, it all depends on how you look at it. It depends on the individual. But I think education is one of one of the ones that can be questioned, especially when you come to now you're taking on loans, and those loans is going to be a representation either of you or the parent. So you're not necessarily saying that the. Parent in this case is not actually supporting. What you're saying is the parent sounds like they, he or she or they are looking at it logistically. Right. Right? So there's a difference between looking at something, looking at your child logistically versus not giving support, though. But it all depends because this new generation, everything for them is hating on them. Yeah. And they'll look at it from, but they look at it from support. They'll say, well, you're not supporting me and what I want to do. Because they're they're not looking at it from a logistical standpoint. They're looking at you hating on me. You're not supporting what I want to do. As we so so I have two of these. Um, I don't know what generation you want to call them, but I have two young ones. Right, one my baby just turned eighteen. Happy birthday, son! 
and my daughter is 28. If they come to me with anything, right, that they want to do, I've always told, especially my son, right, because my son is big into video games, of course, right? right? I've always told him, if you want to be a professional video game player, I will support you 100 with a degree to back it up, though, right? right? Because you have to have an education in order to be able to survive, in order to be able to navigate this world. And there's no guarantee that you're going to be successful in the video game competition world, Mm -hmm. right? Now... I don't think he necessarily believed me that I would support him, <laughs> right? But I do. And here's the reason why I support him. The world is changing. Mm-hmm. How we were able to make money growing, you know, coming into the, the, the adult world when we were kids, you, you know, going into that stage is different now. Yeah, sure. You can make money in yeah, video yeah. game competition. Yeah. So there's no way I wouldn't tell, I would tell him don't do it, especially myself when I wanted to. I want to, as you know, I love chess. Yeah. Right? So I want to actually become a chess master. Right. Now, in order for me to do that, I can't really work. Right. Here's the reason why I can't work. You got to spend hours of studying and playing. But you're perfecting your craft. I'm I'm trying. Right. I'm trying. So that's part of it. Right? I'm trying. You have to study Mm -hmm. and you have to be able to go out and compete. Can't do that though when you got a family to take care of, right? So for me at this point is 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 a dream, is a goal, but I understand it's probably something I I won't be able to do. Maybe once you retire, as I said, it's probably <laughs> something I won't be able to do because at a certain age, you I think there was a chess master that achieved this goal like in his late fifties, maybe mid sixties, something like that. I don't remember, but it's rare once you get past a certain age, you're not going to do. I mean, but, and I see that, but you said something important. You said the way he said, I'm not supporting. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, what I'm saying is, certain generations say, you're not supporting me in what I want to do. Right? So now, that's education. We looked at education because we can agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. uh, That depends, it all depends on what type of education, I guess. So, when we say education, I guess we should say from college going forward. Because okay. I don't want to stop anybody from like high school and say I don't agree with that. No, right. from college going forward. But, but college is not for everybody. Agreed. College Agreed. is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, so if I if I don't see you going to the route you need to go, that's kind of, maybe we need to go to the technical route and not mm-hmm. to waste money on a, a whole four-year, I'm sorry, four a whole year scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> and now eighty sixty thousand dollars $60,000 for a year that you, didn't, you couldn't maintain. Mm-hmm. So I think it's how we look at it, not as far as education. But what's what you think about when it comes to business and support? Um, in business support, I think I'd have to agree that we don't necessarily get the support. Why? Right? Um, be, here, here's the reason, I guess. Okay, to start a business, you have to have money, mm-hmm. right? You have to have that type of that. You have to have some sort of equity. Where is it coming from? That's going to be the first question. What is your plan? What is your business plan, right? And you may have an idea. Like, I can come up with an idea, but I don't know exactly how to implement it. So if I go, like, if I go to the business and say, I got this, I got this business idea, boo, and I think, I think I can actually pull it off. But this is what I need. And once I give her the A, B, and Cs of the monies that I need, I can see her cutting that conversation short real quick. And... <clears throat> On the surface, I'm crushed. 
But if I'm looking at it from the outside in, I can see the whys that I can that I won't necessarily get to support. Here's the here's the thing where I'm really trying to get to though. Not everyone can see your vision. Not everyone's dream is your dream. And that's I think is the number one thing that causes lack of support. So let me ask you this. Why do you, not you per se, mm-hmm. sure. just as an individual, right? why does the individual get so upset because A, spouse, B, family member, C, siblings, or whoever, don't give full support? Because you feel like you're alone. Okay. You feel like you're alone. You feel like you failed before you even started. Uh, you now don't feel the love, right? And it's different when we're talking from parent to child. But when we're talking about somebody, my partner, mm-hmm. that's different. Because I'm supposed to be able to lean on you as you can lean on me. I'm supposed to be able to uh, come to you with an idea and you b- bounce it back off of you. And every time I come to you with an idea, you can't just give me negative shots. Because then at that point, I'm not feeling the love and support that I need. And if I'm not getting that from my partner. What about from siblings and other family members? As an adult, that's. You have to consider this. Just like you have your dreams, goals, ideas, they have theirs, right? You're you're living your life, they're living theirs. You have your family, they have theirs. So now it's just, how do we, can we make this work? How do we balance this? Can I, okay, can I go to one of my sisters and say, I got this idea, but I need several thousand dollars. Can you help me? Maybe she can, maybe one of them can help me, but is it going to hurt their family in the process? And I cannot um, just fortify my dreams while they're forsaking theirs. Right? So, like I'm saying, <clears throat> I want I want to agree that we don't get support, but at the same time, too, we got to look at it logistically, I think. I agree. I think, uh, me personally, I actually toiled about this many times and this is what I've come with at the end of the day is yours is your dream is your vision is your idea mm-hmm. is your thought process okay in order to execute it who has to do it you do in order to get to where it has to go you do because one of the first things especially people oh I helped you do I helped you do this I helped you do that but if you did it by yourself right that the support will come because people want to see you do it. Even when you're failures, you'll say, well, you'll start blaming other people. Well, you didn't help me do this and you didn't help me do that. But at the end of the day, it was your vision, your dream. Mm-hmm. You will always get supported. You're going to have to really dig within yourself and say, okay, I can do this. Let me, I, I failed today. I got back on my feet. Sometimes you got to take a step back in order to go forward. And sometimes I think <clears throat> when people look at stuff not getting support, but if somebody tells you something and something to do and you don't do it, then who's not being supported? Well, if you get some good advice and you don't apply that advice, that's on you. Not taking it, right? Then yeah, that does fall upon you, right? But so that's but advice is part of support. Okay, I agree. advice I is part agree of support that. because yeah. most time when people look at support, they want monetary, they want money, Correct. right? But if you listen, if you listen to that person's advice. Advice is better than money because sometimes that advice can keep you from losing money. It can help you gain money. 
But if you don't hear anything but besides, if you don't hear the advice and because they're not giving you money, then that's your loss. So I think. Okay, okay. I, 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 see where you come, I see where you're coming from with that. I'm sorry. I didn't... No, no, you're good. So I think sometimes <clears throat> as, as people, we want money, but I think the advice is more important because sometimes it'll keep you from losing money. It'll, take, it'll, keep, it'll show you how to necessarily to maneuver and stop trying to depend on other people for your idea mm-hmm. because people want to see you put your idea into play even with the failures okay you you fail now show me how you'll get back on your feet okay but if you have a business idea and you have everything lined up you have all of your ducks in a row everything mm-hmm. you need except the funding what good is your advice if all i need well, is the money well my advice maybe now you need to change who you get advice from because that person may have helped you get from to, to point A, maybe you talk to somebody else to get to point B, and that's proper funding. Sometimes people looking for family members to get funding, mm-hmm. well, like you said, you can't take out somebody else's household to fund your idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your family member help you with A, now find somebody else to help you with B. It doesn't necessarily have to be funding. A lot of times, and this is, I have friends that are family opposed to family that are friends. So I can go to my friends and say this, that, and the other, and they may say, you know what? I'm going to help you do this. Because you already did step A. Sometimes your friends may help you get to step B. Okay. And then that from step B gets you to step C. And that may be somebody, a complete stranger, to say, you know what? I see how you've been coming along, and let me help you to get to step C. So I think if we stop looking at family members and just listen to advice, get to A, now you take B. Now you got to figure out how the funding is going to happen. Because even myself, like I want to get certain business, I'm still at A trying to figure out how the hell I'm going to do this, <laughs> how I'm going to get together. Mm-hmm. Right? I know what I want to do. I got the name. I got to figure the rest of it out. I haven't got the B yet. So my goal now is to get the B. All right. So let me, let me rewind a little bit. Okay. You brought up about today's kids, right? Mm-hmm. Saying you hate knowing me, you're not giving me. I don't feel any love or support from. Mm-hmm. So, how do how does the advice that you're giving apply to them? If because they already have they have a, a they already have a game plan, right? All they need is all they need from you is what they told you they need from you. Yeah. So what's what's up with this now? So I'll, I'll give you two examples. So I got one son mm-hmm. that wants to be a, a rapper. Okay. Another son that's in the gaming, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I told my son I want to be a rapper. All right, in order for you to get this to where you want to do, how are you funding what you want? Mm-hmm. You want to you want to get to rapping? Are you buying a mic? Have you bought a mic? Have you built your own studio within your closet? Right? Mm-hmm. Have you done this? Okay, you haven't done that yet. Then you need to work on that. Are you using social media the way that it needs to be used, and not just out here just putting other stuff for me to look at and other people to look at? Are you actually giving content? Same thing with my son doesn't want to be at gaming. I told him the same thing. Hey, do you have a mic? Do you have the right computer? Maybe the computer you have is too slow. Maybe you need extra gigabytes. Mm-hmm. Use social media. So I got a call from my oldest son. So wait, when you say use so- social media, mm-hmm. use social media to do what and to accomplish what? So social media. And I'm asking because I'm not one that's good with social media. So social media now has changed, right? Especially mm-hmm. since, you know, when we were kids or whatever and to date, you use social media to find out there's other gamers out here. There's other rappers out here. It's people post different shows. You have to keep posting your content. 
people are paying for content. People are looking for content. They're looking for music. You know, they're looking for writers. Maybe his song can be somebody else's song, and they need they need that person to write. You know, if you want to be a gamer, you know, keep putting your information out there and saying, "Hey, follow me." Now you got so many subscribers, right? I, my son called me and said, "Hey, Dad, I'm on Twitch. I'm an affiliate." I don't know what the hell it is, but okay, yeah, good job. Right. You made it, right? He said, well, I had made it yet. I'm getting there. Keep pushing. So you have to make sure you have the right things in place. I don't even give you advice because I don't know nothing about gaming. I don't know about rapping either, but if you use these tools, because people ain't making money off of social media. Okay. All right. Um, how do I go from feeling like I'm not being supported to getting support. What do I need to do? What do I need to change? You. Okay. Specifically what? I mean, because if I, if I have the mentality that you're not supporting me, you're not hating me. I'm sorry. You're hating me. Right. <clears throat> then I'm, I'm feeling discouraged. I'm feeling beat down. So now um, I'm not inspired. So if I'm not inspired, I can't work at what it is, whatever it is, my idea is. So, Without that inspiration, I don't care what it is you're trying to work on, mm-hmm. right? I don't even care how much support you may think you have. You have to have inspiration. You have to be inspired. Right. So, but if now you're feeling like you have no support, you have no love, and we're talking family, right? Which is the beginning of love for you know for a baby from child from the time a child is conceived up until the child time a child is born right. until that child now becomes an adult. That child is looking towards family as this first pillar of support. Right. So now when that child is no longer getting, or at least feels like it's not getting support and love that they, he or she needs, where do they go for inspiration? Themselves. Okay. The best inspiration. You have to take a look at yourself and see maybe what you're doing wrong or what maybe needs to be adjusted, right? So sometimes you have to take a, make an out-of-body experience. And within an out-of-body experience... You see what needs to be changed. Explain this out about an experience. So it's, a, it's pretty much meditation, right? Some people call it prayer. Some of it is actually meditation. We're talking about 20, 18, 20-year-olds. 20 You've got time to meditate. And then inspiration does not come from within. Inspiration normally comes from without. Well, it can come from within because you're already going without. You are here without. <laughs> you are here without support, right? Okay. And we're talking, and I'm not even... Narrowing it down to like 18 or 20 years. You got grown people, right? <laughs> you know, we know you got 50 and 60, 60 year olds okay. that they can't even get it together, right? Uh-huh. So you have to look at it from a broad spectrum. You have to look within in order to get without. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to take that moment to meditate. If you're driving your car, these 18 or 20, they turn down their music for a second. Or even if you blast the music, you allow your subconscious and your conscious to get together. It manifests itself to figure out what is going on in order to get to that next level. But you got to have that on your mind, right? You can't have mama, girlfriend, husband, wife. You got to say, this is what I'm trying to accomplish and how do I get there, right? You have to ask yourself that question. And maybe you need to say, I need to take a step back, right, in order to figure out how to, how to make this happen. Hell, Google is very helpful in order to get what we want to get to. It's a tool that we need to use. Mm-hmm. But the problem is a lot of people don't understand the tools that we have, right? Right. And even your mental capacity is a tool that you can use, but a lot of us don't use it. So, like for me, like, I get frustrated real easy. 
So what I have to do a lot of times is step back, right? Take a moment, let me gather my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'll bounce a couple things off my wife. Or if it's not even that, I just say, let me go sit somewhere and just figure this out in my head. Then I go back and try it again. Like, oh, damn, there we go. I did it. So a lot of times we have to look within ourselves. Let me meditate. Let me figure me out. Because a lot of problems that we can't go forward is me. You are your biggest enemy and you're your biggest critic and you're also your biggest supporter. So you spoke, you spoke, you brought up Google while you were talking just now, mm-hmm. right? So I looked up, I had tried to find something about why can't we get support from our loved ones. Right. I really couldn't find anything. But <clears throat> read, I did find this thing. Let's see what this says. At some point, everyone feels like they aren't getting enough support. Whether it's support from their friends, from their family, or from someone whose opinion really, really counts. Generally, they don't. More on, more on this momentarily, right? The article goes on to say, lack of support can be, dev- can be a devastating feeling. The urge to scream, you don't understand what I'm doing, feeling, or going through, can be absolutely overwhelming. Luckily for us, there are, there are ways to counter this tendency. These, and then it gets a list of 10 things you can do if you feel like you're getting a lack of support, right? First thing it has is, one, expand your support network. So it doesn't have to be just limited to a circle of friends mm-hmm. and or family. Mm-hmm. Sharpen your own coping skills. Kind of goes along with what you just said about inspiring yourself. Interesting. Because I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> Three. Try keeping a journal. Now, that's something I've never actually... I did. I started doing it a couple of years ago, but I knew... I've even written in my journal, I'm not going to be doing this every day. And it's been about a year since I've written it. Right. <laughs> okay? Um, but try keeping a journal. Number four, analyze the reason you don't feel supported. So now that coincides with what you're saying. Go within yourself. Find out what's going on. Good point. Good point. Ah, number five, keep it simple. Six, listen to what you're told. Take the advice you're being given. Number seven, ask yourself, good point, ask yourself if your goal is really attainable. That's a good reason to not get support. Because when you're looking at your your goal or whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, you can't necessarily see that it's impossible. Or, or that it's, I shouldn't say impossible, but unattainable at this time. Mm-hmm. Right? Because technically it shouldn't be unattainable at all. Well, it's levels to this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you. Number eight, try to understand why they don't support you. Number nine, that takes a little wisdom, by the way, too, though. Number nine, amateurity. But number nine says, ask yourself, what would you tell them if you were them? Put yourself in their shoes. And then number 10, change your approach. Your goals, your behavior, or all three. It was one of the things I said. You. Got to change you. Most of that said you. And the funny part about that, you just pulled, well, you pulled that up, but we have, we didn't talk about that. Right. No. This is all you. Mm-hmm. And that's what people don't want to see. They don't want to, you know, it's always like pointing your finger at somebody. You got one finger pointing at them, but the rest of them point back at you. At right. the end of the day, it's you. You have to fix you. You cannot go on and make it to a whole nother level until you fix you. You can't go to that next level until you fix you. 
keeping a journal, that journal keeps accountability. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Like, I was at a, funny, I was at one company, a banking company. I said, I don't like this. I'm not going to be here too long. So what I did, I started writing my journal, mm-hmm. my exit. Oh, you keep a journal as well? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Would I want to do something? Would I want to do something? I said, okay. I said, well, I'm going to leave this job. I'm, I'm going to get paid more money. Now, I, I numbered it. Went back after I got my new job, checked off on it. Now I've made, I've obtained what I wanted. Okay. So <clears throat> I had to go with inside myself to figure out what I wanted, right? Mm-hmm. I can't go, I can go to my wife and say, hey, I got this idea. But at the end of the day, she wants to see what I'm going to do with this idea. See, that's what I was thinking. I remember a uh, pastor, pastor friend of mine told me some time ago, You'll get you'll start to get support from your wife when she sees. Most time, your family, your spouse, your family, they want to see. They want even in your family, they want to see because when they within their family, how much success will you have? Are you able to do this? Right. Right then, some you know what? Let me let some family members say, "Hey, I want to jump on board now." Some people say, "Oh, you hating on me?" No, they saw your failure. They see your success. Now they want to join in. Now you want to stop them. Let them join in because once one person is successful, we all are successful. So you're saying too, don't as the one who is trying to get, who's crying out for support, don't get, don't become hateful. Right. Don't become spiteful when they, you didn't get it initially, and now you become successful, and now they want to support you. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is welcome that support now, yeah. even if it comes later, as right. opposed to when you initially asked. Yeah. Because guess okay. what? As you go up, you can come back down. Amen. You know, like uh, I started in the stock market, right? I started playing the stock market. Mm-hmm. But everybody got on, I started telling about the stock market. I made money. I lost money. Mm-hmm. But I never discouraged anybody. Hey, I said, hey, I'm going to tell you. Now you go and tell somebody else. Mm-hmm. And tell the same thing I told you. If you learn something, teach it somebody else. Hell, come back and teach me. Right. Because we all don't know. But I would never say, I'm hating on you. Or I'm not giving you support. I want you to make it just like I made it. That's the murky waters anyway. The yeah. stock market is some murky waters. Yeah, but yeah. you can't tell people because the only thing they want to see is money. Mm-hmm. But they're not willing to invest in it. Like, it's a risk. It's a risk. It's a risk. But this is a problem, right? Everything we do in life is a risk. Everything we do. But here's, here's the issue, though. I don't mind taking risks except when it comes to my money. That's a pushback. The but you do, though. So well, yeah, yeah, you do, but we don't realize that. Yeah, we do. Especially when it's direct. Yeah. And that's what the stock market is. Yeah. It's a direct investment. Right. And... Something I recently heard that's like, okay, that that that's actually true. Yesterday's performance does detain does not necessarily, and that necessarily may be the wrong word, mm-hmm. does not, but does not mean because it was successful yesterday that it's going to be successful tomorrow. Yeah. So because you made money, you, your your stock may have made fifty dollars yesterday, mm-hmm. you could lose a hundred tomorrow. Right. Exactly. Right. And one of the things I had to learn with getting into the stock market was. One was diversity. Mm-hmm. Two was when it does start to fall, be patient. Yeah. You know, we don't have to go. Well, first of all, I can't jump out of my house anyway. Right. Right. But we don't have to go jumping off of buildings, killing ourselves. Because yeah. it's coming back. Yeah. Now, I do. I will say this, though. Um, buy it and get your act together. Yeah. Because when the president has good approval rating, the yeah. stock market is doing well. Yeah. So. But it, it goes back. Like, so if you think about the stock market. And you think about investing, it's still you. How can you mm-hmm. make more money? Right? So I'll say, plenty of times I'm like, man, I need to make some more money in the market. Now, what right. am I going to do? Am I going to learn something new for me? So everything 
comes back to as the individual, right? Right. It comes back to you. And we have to remember that in order to be successful, people want to see that success. Right? First, like when I was telling somebody, they were like, well, how much money you made? Why are you going to tell you how much money I made? Right. I can tell you how much money I've seen, how much money touched my account. Right? But I lost money. Mm-hmm. Right? I remember getting in one, it was worth six dollars. I was good. I made thirty thousand dollars, but I didn't take it out. Right. It came back down. I said, Well hell, that was my fault. <laughs> I can't blame nobody else. Right. I, I was gonna ride right. it until trying to ride it. Right. right. And then I ended up getting my feelings hurt. But I ain't it's gonna a risk. Right, it's but a it, risk. It is a risk. And people don't yeah. realize like even with business ideas or whatever, it's a risk every day. You know, and trying to blame family or trying to get family help and they don't give it to you and you crying or whining, go back and change your approach. Look within yourself. Figure out what went wrong. And, and then maybe change your starting point. Yeah, because maybe you need another starting point. Or maybe the whole thing, or just maybe what you're doing is not correct. I don't know. Only you would know, but you have to look within self to figure that out. So I think sometimes that's what happens when it comes to support. Even, not even business, like even your home, okay. right? Some people like their marriages, right? <clears throat> they look at their marriage, oh, my marriage is failing, or my relationship, I don't, I don't want to just deem it to marriage because everybody's not married. Mm-hmm. Uh, my marriage or my relationship is not working the way I want it. Well, why? Some people will blame the other individual, mm-hmm. but nobody want to say, well, this is what I'm doing wrong. It's quick to blame somebody else. It's easier. Yeah. It's easier. It's easier to blame somebody else and say, well, let me look at where I screwed up at. Well, maybe I didn't do this. Maybe I can do it better. You know, maybe I can be a better husband. I can be a better wife. Like, for us, we, um, every year, and a lot of times throughout the year, we'll do post checks. Hey, how we looking? How am I looking? Am I cool? Ah, this may hurt your feelings, but it is what it is. Maybe I need more hugs during the day. Maybe I need you to rub my back. Maybe I need to rub my head. I mean, it can be anything. It's a pulse check. And at the end of the year, is there anything else I can do better? But you have to be able to be able to take that criticism and change it. Same thing with anything in life. Take it, change it. And sometimes you be able, you have to look within self to be able to figure out what needs to be done. And when people don't do that, I think it hurts your relationship and it hurts the, the marriage. Now, it's funny because... Our theme is we're talking about lack of support, right? Mm-hmm. From your family, friends, Spouse. loved ones. Both, you know, uh, I'm about to say something else. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, from your your partner, right? Your wife, your your spouse, right? Same sex or or you know opposite, right? <clears throat> but everything you're saying comes back to you, and that's interesting because that doesn't that. To me, it's almost like a contradiction to the topic. But if it all starts with you, then why am I looking for support in the first place? Because most, that's what most people look for. They look for support from others. All right? right? Even though it may sound like a contradiction, mm-hmm. it is and it's not. Because we all want to be supported in what we do. But in order to gain that support, like, I think, like, we first tried to record the first time, right? <laughs> the second element. The, the second, right. second element of the room. Uh-huh. But we have to be able to say, okay... Well, I can't make you happy. You have to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Right? So which means is if you make you happy, then I can support whatever dream you have. Right? If you want to do this, because you already know what your idea is, I'll be able to, I'm, you already know, most cases, 
you already know your partner's going to support you. In most cases, because I can't say for everybody. Okay. You already know your partner's going to support you. As long as it makes sense. As long as it makes sense. Now, mm-hmm. if you're going to tell me you're going to go ahead and do something retarded, you're going to go rob a bank, then that's, you, that's your little right. red wagon. You got to drag right. it. Let me go ahead on and cash in on this. Well, let me go, man, man. Let me go ahead. Go ahead, man. <laughs> so you think? So I think, like, long as you figure out, you that person's gonna support you because they they they're in that whole ride with you the whole way. That's Bonnie and Clyde. They're there with you, but that support is there. But you gotta show them. You have to show them that that you're able to do it. You're able to handle it. You're able to handle the the bad, the good, the fail, the success. And their support is going to be so amazing. You be like, well, damn, I ain't know you. I, I, I really had your. You really had my back. So, let's say you get the support, mm-hmm. right? What is your responsibility? Responsibility. What is your responsibility then, as the one who asked for the support to begin with? So let's forget. Let's forget that you're not getting the support that you feel you need. Let's say you are getting the support that you need. What is your responsibility then? To who? To you or to them? Both. Because if you're getting support, right, and, and the support, as you stated before, doesn't necessarily have to be financial. Right. But it has to come in some shape, form, or fashion. Right. Right? Like for me, for example, just to give you a little example, in trying to pursue becoming a chess master, mm-hmm. the number one thing I need is time. Mm-hmm. Time to study, time to travel, time to enter into term, you know, tournaments. <clears throat> but at the same time, too, the other part, the rest of it falls on me. Mm-hmm. I have to win. Mm-hmm. I, and when I'm studying, I have to be productive, right? Right. And what I do when I study, my next goal is after I study, hopefully I've comprehended enough to be able to apply it. Mm-hmm. So when I'm playing, I'm always playing what I studied, right? right? So I'm applying. So now I just got to go out and win. Now, of course, it's a competition. Right. So hopefully my opponent is challenging me enough and I'm just better than he or she is. Mm-hmm. Or it could work the other way. Right. So, but what is your, my responsibility in that particular scenario is to win. What is the other, if I'm going into business, what is my responsibility? Because there's a possibility, even with support, you could fail. That's true. Right? And it was something we were just discussing. We were out in your vegetable garden. Mm-hmm. Failure is just a step to, to success. success. Right. Right? But what happens if you fail, even with the support? Do you lose the support? No. You have to be able to handle criticism. Okay. Because that support is going to say, okay, well, what did you learn? Or it, it, but it may not be as subtle. Or what the fuck you do with my money? Mm-hmm. You know, okay. or whatever the case may be. So you have to be able to take that criticism mm-hmm. and say, okay, how am I dust myself off? Like, we have kids, especially boys more so than anything. If a boy falls, you say what? Get up. Dust yourself off, go out there, try it again. Right. Same thing in business. Dust yourself off, go try it again. Go figure it out. Like I was telling you before, like my vegetable garden, I'm, this year is a great harvest, right? Mm-hmm. Last year it wasn't. I had to figure it out. Okay. Me and my wife, we had to talk about it. How, how, what the hell happened? Right. Maybe I'm using the wrong stuff, right? So, well, let me go talk to somebody. A. So I already had A. Mm-hmm. Now I had to go talk to somebody else for B. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. Like, okay, so business... Okay, I made it. I'm here. Okay, man, damn, I failed. Well, failure is it? It can happen in different ways, right? Maybe you don't have enough people coming in. Whatever your business is, maybe you don't have enough people coming in. Maybe it's not attractive enough. Maybe is is the money? Some more money is needed, or maybe it's misappropriation of money. 
So it could be so many different elements of quote unquote failure for that person to look at you and say, damn, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. Right? So you got to be able to say, okay, I'm going to dust myself off. I'm going to figure it out. Give me time. I'll let that person give you criticism. Right? Because that person giving you criticism is only there to support you. Mm-hmm. That person there to support you. Good, bad, ugly. Okay? So getting the support, good, bad, ugly, right? And you failed, then whatever criticism you're receiving, you can't quit. You can't quit. You have no reason to quit. Well, if you quit, that's that's now you're failing yourself. Agreed. I can agree with you. You fail yourself because mm-hmm. you you really didn't care that much about it anyway. And so now Next project you come up with, next idea that you come up with, you're not, support. you're not gonna get that, or at least you're not gonna get the same support, right? Right from the same people, exactly, right, and deservedly so, right. <clears throat> so, where do I go next? Where do I go next? I've gotten support, I failed, mm-hmm. right? I've I received the constructive criticism, mm-hmm. right? And even if that constructive criticism had a little anger to it, right. I probably deserve that as well. Right. Especially, and we're in America, especially if my money was involved. Right. Or somebody else's money was involved. Right. So how we, we correct this going forward, right? We correct this going forward. We move up on to the next, the next thing. I'm not getting as much support. I can't scream for the support I'm not getting this time. You're not getting as much support as you want. Mm-hmm. Why? How much support does one person need? Uh, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> like, really? How much support does one person not, need? I'm not sure about that one. It all, I guess it all depends upon per person. Because my thing Everybody's is... Everybody's different. And that's, it's crazy. How much support do you need? Everybody's different. That's all, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying no, I necessarily no, disagree with no, you. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying everybody's different. Like, how much support does a person need, right? Mm-hmm. If you got one person give you support... If you got your self give, let's start this. Mm-hmm. If you if self give yourself support, <laughs> and you got a partner, right. friend, or whoever give you support, yeah. How many other people did give you support? Because who are you trying to prove something to? Are you trying to prove something to other people? Or are you trying to prove something to yourself? Because to me, you're not trying to prove nothing to yourself by saying, "Okay, I can do this." Or the person that's supporting you and saying, "I can do this," and I want to show you I can do it. Now you're trying to prove to everybody else you can do it. Fuck everybody else. Mm-hmm. Show yourself first. Mm-hmm. Show yourself, show the person who's invested mm-hmm. their time, their money, their advice, their intentions. Because you do owe them that. Because you do owe them that, mm-hmm. right? Who gives down what anybody else say? Two peas in a bucket. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, is you, the person who invested their support into you, who's pouring into you, who's hearing you cry, who's hearing you bitch, who's hearing you moan, mm-hmm. you owe it to them. You don't owe it to everybody else. And but still, at the end of the day, it comes back to you. Yeah, that's what you're saying. And that's what I'm saying. How much? If if you need all this support, then you 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 need to be doing something else. You shouldn't need all that support from all these different people. Okay. Okay. That's how I feel. Okay. Like as a kid, right? I remember seeing um, we used to have different programs. I looked into the crowd. Damn, there go my mama. Well, I knew my mom was there. My mom was a teacher. Well, a teacher at school. Mm-hmm. There go my daddy. Those are the only two people I give a damn for. Like when I look into the crowd and I see that person, mm-hmm. I don't need nobody else. Right. right, right. So now I'm an adult. I look for my wife. She there? That's the support I need. Mm-hmm. If everybody, if everybody else is there, or more people come, we good. That's the, that's an added on bonus. Mm-hmm. But the number one person, the number one person is that. It's two number one people there. You mm-hmm. and other individual. 
whoever, your wife, your partner, whoever. I'm with it. That's it. Like, if your kid's there, grand. If your friend's there, even grand. But at the end of the day, I'm going to have a party by myself. I remember one time I was talking to an old supervisor. They was like, you have too much fun. They said, I'm going to move you by yourself. I said, I don't give a damn where you put me. You put me in the box. I'm going to have fun by myself in the box. Because at the end of the day, yes, I know who I am. Right. 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 And as you have to know who you are, and you have to be okay with self. Right. And that's the problem with most people. They're not okay with self in order to get the support from other people. That's how I look at it. I could be wrong. I hell, I don't know. But I, I start with self. Because self is the biggest accomplishment that you can ever do. It's being okay within your skin. Being okay within your brain. Wherever, however you want to put it. And then everybody else's support will come. Like, with the vegetable garden I got out mm-hmm. there. Right? Yeah. It was me and my wife. Okay, now I'm out there. I'm out there more. Mm-hmm. Now this thing is flourishing even more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She go, I said, bacon, you go out there and do this. Yeah, no problem. Because she see me yeah. putting in the work. Mm-hmm. When somebody see another person putting in the work, mm-hmm. I got your bag no matter what. I see her putting in the work, I got your bag no, no matter what. Okay. If one of my friends, I got your bag no matter what. Okay. So, do you think maybe now... I can get a little support from my family. Yeah, you'll with get this it. podcast, you get it. <laughs> you get it. All right. Okay. Because they'll they'll continue to see the growth, and that's the the, the problems that most people have when it comes to business, uh-huh. even kids or whatever is growth. Got it. People are not willing to remove the old you to the new you mm. because they're not willing to allow growth within that person. They have to allow growth. We all grow. If you're the same person you was last year, you stun yourself. Mm-hmm. They have to allow growth, but they have to be able to remove those blinders, right? Mm-hmm. That's like a horse. If you take those blinders off the side of the horse's face, now he gets to see everything. Right. Now he wants to run like a wild dog. Right. Because he wants to enjoy life. He's lost focus. He lost focus. Mm-hmm. So the same thing. You want, they want to see your growth. You want them to see your growth. Hey, I'm growing. I ain't the same person I was last year. The BS put up with, put up with last year ain't dealing with the BS I'm put up with this year. You know, because I want growth. And you should want growth. And with business, with life, comes growth. Getting support comes with growth. Yes, sir. And I think that's the biggest part that people miss, growth. So growth comes with support. Support comes with growth. But you have to look within yourself to get to that point. If you're not looking at yourself... You'll never grow. Your support will never come. Because now you're basing your support off of somebody else's idea. Because it's no longer your idea. I was listening to um, Les Brown and... What's his name? Les Brown and... Um, God, I can't think of his name right now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's a motivation. I listen to like Anytime I get off focus, Miles Monroe. Les Brown and Miles Monroe. Okay. I think I've heard that name. And I listen to it. Anytime I get off focus... And they said, you know, you get somebody, you tell people about your idea, and they'll put in their idea. And he says, you have to tell them, yeah, that sounds good, but that's not my idea. Because what happens is, if you get support from somebody else, then they're what? They're interject, they're, they're interject mm-hmm. what their idea is. And your dream becomes theirs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but if you within yourself, you know what your idea is, you'll tell them, hey, man, I'm good on that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Maybe you should start that. 
<laughs> and going like about that. your business. Uh-huh. But see, now, because if you ask for support from all these different people, mm-hmm. now everybody giving you what their idea is. Then everybody also gets to catch in. Hello. What your is. Exactly. So you don't want all these people giving you all their support. Why did, again, how much support does what a person need? If you need all the support, then you need to. It's some self identification, self inventory. Self motivation. Okay. It's a lot of self stuff need to go into that because you're missing it. Right. You're missing the main ingredient, and that's you. So you can't get the support if you ain't willing to put in the work. So at the end of the day, still what you're saying is, and I agree. I, I can't give you any pushback on this. It all begins with you. Mm-hmm. It all be, support or non or no support begins. or little support. It still all begins with you. And I like what you said too about. Um, with the growth, will come the support. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it works the other way. With the support comes the growth. Mm-hmm. I think it with the growth will come the support. People have to see evidence. Mm, I like that. People have to see evidence of the change in you. Yeah. And the commitment from you is what you're saying. Yeah. And I like that. I like that. <clears throat> now, it's, um, I know we're going to be closing down a little bit, but like college, right? Supporting college education. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, you see a child has been a borderline C student. You're going to say D now. Go on and say D. Go on and say D. Your president was an old D student. A C student. C and D student. Oh, well, you're talking about Bush? Oh, he's an old C D student now. I, I like Bush, but yeah, he was a C student. He was a C student. He had to be a president. He was a C student. Hey. At least in my opinion. He made it. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> Barbara, Barbara made sure he made it. That's a topic for another day. <laughs> Barbara made sure my boy made it. <laughs> but sometimes you can all of a sudden, okay, you'll if you didn't like school, right? For whatever reason. I'm not gonna throw anything out there, but you just didn't like school. Whether mm-hmm. it was the teachers, whether it was you, right? And but all of a sudden you get to college and the light switch goes on. Mm-hmm. That happens for some people. It does. But if you cannot get get the support. How do you move forward? Right. And I'm not saying that you necessarily have to answer that question, Mm -hmm. but I just want to put it out there that sometimes you can do poorly leading up to college and all of a sudden a light switch will go on because college is a completely different world. Like we've been saying, it's up to you. Mm -hmm. When you get to college, it is definitely up to you. Yeah. Right. Your failure and or your success is completely on you. If you don't do the work, you won't succeed. Right. If you don't apply yourself, you will not succeed. Right. However, if you do what you're supposed to do, you can also get the support you need. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can you can definitely grow. Mm-hmm. You can def and because college isn't just about academics. Right. That's the main reason why you're there. But it's not just about academics. Well, maybe I need you to start at a four year. Maybe need you to start at a two year. Well, I can I can agree with that. I <laughs> I can agree with that. Okay, because you still, as the one who's investing, mm-hmm. right? And you know, in America, money is God. Yeah. So when I'm investing my God mm-hmm. <laughs> into you, your dream right. or your goals, right. I definitely need to get some. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Some cash back yeah. on my investment. Mm-hmm. I need to see results. Capital one, baby. Right. I need. I need to see. I need okay. to see results. Yeah. In the in the story. Yeah. So I can agree with that. Yeah. But you know, it's just a difference when it comes to education. I think we have to, despite what we may have seen, we have to be a little supportive. Now I can go with the one two year college and let me see something first. Go to the community college over here, and you pay for it before I invest you going into a four year college. Right. I, I can agree with that, but I still think we need to push it because of what's. What's waiting for you 
in the big world. I, but I think, uh, again, I, we can agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. But I think is it all depends on the individual, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to go be an electrician. Maybe you need to go take one of them first. Because you get a trade. Get a not, trade. A bad idea. not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. idea. And because college has been pushed so much, their trade is no longer, and trades are dying out. But I think that if it's an individual thing, I think college is, a, is an individual person where the family needs to be able to say, okay, all right, John, mm-hmm. you was good and, you know, you barely made it. So I'm going to start you off here first. Well, John, you know what? Not to be funny, John, college really ain't for you. But, hey, you know what? To be successful, I, mean, I think you need to go get HVAC. And HVAC make money. What exactly is that? Air conditioning. Okay, okay, gotcha. Air conditioning, a couple other things. Mm-hmm. So, because guess what? Just because you go to college don't mean you're going to have this, you walking out with $50,000 job, right? Right, right? But if I give you this technical job, I say, hey, go go take this trade. Mm-hmm. Now this trade, gonna, as soon as you walk out the door, they're going to put you at 75000 And now you can actually invest in your home. Hello. And whatever that you may not even need to go to college. Barely go to college because most of your successful people ain't, ain't don't have. And I'm gonna say ain't. Mm-hmm. ain't That's, that, ain't that's that one smart. of my favorite words anyway. So I'm, I'm cool with you. Look, they ain't that smart. Right. But they have people around them that's smarter. And that's the key. It's, it's not necessarily just because you're making a lot of money doesn't mean, mean you're smart anyway. Right. It just means you're making a lot of money. Because if you think about Steve mm-hmm. Jobs, it wasn't Steve Jobs who had Apple. It was the people around him. If you if anybody watched that movie, it wasn't him. It was the people around him. Mm-hmm. Right. It was his idea. It was his idea. But it, it was partially he, his idea. Okay. Okay. It was partially his idea, but he still needed people to help, to help make that dream come true. Right. Right. Because he had support. They believed in him that much, even on his face, even when he screwed up. Mm-hmm. So, again, maybe because he probably didn't go to college. I guarantee he didn't. It's a lot of successful people didn't go to college. Right. Some of them actually going back now. To get a college degree, some of them just saying, "Hell with it! I'm I'm wealthy. What I need it for? Right? I tell you because guess what? I need to live off you. That's a different topic, though. Okay. I like, I like, and uh, for the record, this is actually episode one point two. <laughs> <laughs> we tried a few nights ago with the official episode one and. Uh, we didn't press the record button. So, <laughs> so but, you know, um, we're we here today. It. We're here today, and uh, we hope that you all will join in and give us your critique. Give us, if there's something you all would like to discuss, if you want to come on as a guest on the show, once again, we'll all give out the, uh, the email address. That is thegospeltruthnobs at gmail.com. That's thegospeltruthnobs. N-O-B-S at gmail.com. Please, we welcome your comments, criticisms, and requests for topics, as well as requests to come on to the uh, podcast and and kick it with us. We look forward to it. Anything else you want to say, my brother, before we leave you out? We're good. Everybody just always open your your mind up for something new. Open your mind. I like that. God bless. Good morning, brother. What's going on? Hey, another day, another day. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. There's something I always wanted to do when we get on here. Yeah, I haven't done it yet, and I probably won't. When I do it, now I ain't gonna sound right. Just like tap, tap on the mic. Is this thing on? <laughs> well, uh, let's get into it. Yes, Welcome sir. to episode three of the Gospel Truth, where although it may be Halloween, we ain't never scared. We speak our minds, we seek the truth, and we disagree in love with the goal to grow in spirit. No BS. I am R Major, and I have my partner in quest, Antonio, here with me. For those of you who may be listening to us for the first, second, or third time, we thank you for not judging a book by its cover and welcoming us into your lives. Our goal is simple, yet challenging, to enlighten and be enlightened through research, discussion, and perhaps even debate. With that being said, welcome to the Gospel Truth. How you doing, Doc? Hey, man, all good, all good. Good. Doing good. Good, Doing yes, good. sir. Yes, sir. Fam is good? Fam is good, man. Fam is good. What about yours? Yeah, I. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. Yeah, they I. They're growing, man. They're growing. So uh, I can say I am proud. I can say that. I was worried a little bit. <laughs> I was worried a little bit, but I'm proud, man. It's a step-by-step process. Yes, sir. I'm trying to learn. Uh, I'm still trying to learn, man, how to let go of certain things, you know, guide as far as ordering, if you will. Yeah. So. Well, you know, you can't tell grown folk what to do anyway, so you have to always got them. Yeah, but all grown folk ain't grown. <laughs> well, we know that, but hey, you still can't, you still can't tell them nothing. Eh? They won't believe it. Unfortunately, you are correct. Yeah. Yeah, but most some grown folk, you know, are not grown. They just think they're grown. Yeah. But in you know, neither case, you still love them the same. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. We got so, to. Got to. Uh, I got to jump in on jump on this right quick. Go ahead. My Braves are up. I'm sorry. Our Braves are up three to one. Thanks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> three to one. So one more to go tonight. It was looking a little questionable earlier. I was like, man. See, bro, they're very daring. They put the dude on the mound who never started before. Well, I, it's his last game. He gonna go back to the And you know, but still, they were able to dig out of that hole. Yeah, the so. coach. Unfortunately, unlike football, mm-hmm. baseball will pull you out if you're not doing what's needed. Uh, mm. I was I was at um, my cousin's house. Yeah, and checking on him and. Um, they was losing, and uh, I said, "Man, this is baseball. Baseball, they can turn around in any inning. Doesn't matter." That's right. And That's right. Got home, so I watched the game, and boom, just like that, back to back home runs. Right. So yeah, it's uh, that's one thing about baseball. It can change in a minute, and you better mm-hmm. make sure you at the right place at the right time. Yep, because you might miss it. You gonna miss it. You just might miss it. So. I love it. That, other than that, man, I, I'm loving this series. Yeah, uh, they're surprising everybody. Yeah. Hey, different story though. Mm-hmm. It really, really got me. This is we at the end of the year. We're, we're near <laughs> the end. This is crazy. Two months in one day. <laughs> You're right. This this is crazy. Uh-huh. Uh But it's good. I think now is the time for for us as people to start writing down our next adventures whatever that may be for individual people 
that's interesting that you say that. Uh, was uh, the Bible scripture I was led to this morning was write the vision and make it plain. Interesting that you say that. Yeah, all day, all day. Um, I keep a book, uh, like a journal, if you want to say, mm-hmm. for my next my next jump, whatever that may be. Okay. So, well, as you know, I write I write a book. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I write. So uh, I'll be working. I need to start. Well, I'm in the process, like I explained to you, of publishing this one and get it, to get it in print. And once I do that, I'm going to work, start working on the next one so I can get it out of my head. Because as long as it's the funny thing is, it's just an idea until you put it on paper. Right. It's, that's all it is. It's just an idea until you put it on paper. And once you put it on paper, it's just something about it that makes it come alive. Yeah, I mean, once you put it on paper, but actually once you push it and you get it to the next phase where it needs to be, it'll really come alive. That's something definitely, um, once you put it on paper and get it going, mm-hmm. you'll see the change. You'll see the change of dynamics of everything. Yeah, so just keep pushing it and also keep marketing it. You have to keep marketing marketing for us as we know it has changed so right right and as I, I explained to you when we were setting all of this up i told you uh you can handle the marketing part yes <laughs> i don't and have a clue and the funny part i'm still learning it this is it's crazy right so uh shoot we're gonna learn together that's, yes, that's the only thing i can tell you yeah, no, no, you're gonna learn and then i will learn after you because you'll teach <laughs> that's how we'll work that way hey have it work as long as we get it done yes sir and with that we're gonna go ahead on and segue into our topic and you picked this one um so i tell you what you pick this one i'm gonna let you jump it in jump us in oh you know why not yeah so i picked this particular topic uh thinking of episode one Mm-hmm. And with that being said, uh, the name of this topic is being the fight within. And I'll repeat it again. Mm-hmm. It's the fight within. And basically what's, what that means is um, we all have a, a internal fight. Uh, and that could be, some people can be every day. Some people can be every week, every month. You know, some people can be every every two or three seconds. You know, because we're battling uh, within, right? So it can be, um, uh, if you want to take it, I'm, I'm not good enough. Uh, it can be emotions. It can be, um, well, what's, what's the word I'm looking for, Rod? Demons? Demons. You can call it demons. You can, yeah. <laughs> Some people are battling demons. Lack uh, of belief. Lack yes. of belief in oneself. Lack of faith. Um, cultural conditioning, even. Yeah, just a lack of a lack of knowing who you are, mm-hmm. and that can come from different, many different ways, right? Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I actually have a a old. I don't, I don't want to use the word Indian, but I'm gonna say an indigenous, mm-hmm. and I love it. Right? Mm-hmm. Came from. I pulled the information up. I said I think they said it came from a Cherokee um, proverb, and so funny. I had it up. Mm-hmm. Thinking, 
Sure, no problem. Just no problem. While you're looking that up, let me throw this at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I when I use this term cultural conditioning, mm-hmm. there's this um, radio show I listen to virtually every morning during the week. Uh, the Joe Madison Show. It's on XM Radio for those of you who may be interested or may have XM. Um, <clears throat> his quote is, and it's two people. Louis Farrakhan is the first part of the quote, and then he added on to the second part of the quote. Um, the quote is, in America, we are culturally conditioned to believe that black is inferior and white is superior. And that's Louis Farrakhan. And Joe Madison adds on to that. He says, and the manifestation of this cultural conditioning, we, we are marginalized, we are undervalued, we are underestimated. Mm. Now, when you take that and bring that to this, when you when you brought this topic up and you explained it to me, that's immediately the first thing that popped in my head. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things I asked you was, what do you think this fight within, if you will, or better yet, this lack of belief in oneself, where do you think it comes from? And the first thing you said to me was, it begins in the home, right? And <clears throat> I thought about that for a second, and I was thinking, well, I know I did, that didn't begin in my home, you know? And I'm not saying that my home was perfect, you know, growing up in everything, of course. You know, I had my mom, I had my dad, I had my grandmother, and, you know, they... I know for a fact that I was brought up in love. That I don't question that. And I'm not saying even within that love, though, you can make mistakes mm-hmm. or do things that the child may not necessarily agree with, you know, because you take certain things from your parents and certain things you leave, right? When you bring up your own family. But one thing I know, you know, I was raised in love, of course. And right. with that being said, so where, where does my lack of belief, where does my lack of belief in myself come from? Hmm. And so it was just, you know, because I think at some point we all struggle with it. Yeah. Maybe uh, not, maybe not to the degree of someone that's being abused, because I think if you, if it starts at the home, it's, it comes in a form of abuse and it could, that abuse can be physical and it can also be psychological. It could be mental. Well, not necessarily abuse. I mean, sometimes we had to remember a lot of parenting is passed down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and with the, with that being said, it may be lack thereof so <clears throat> you said you grew up you know we all grew up differently mm-hmm. right. definitely not knocking my family how I grew up but we all grew up differently but before I go on and then we're going to get to that so sure. I found the actual article Okay. so it's basically there's a battle of two wolves inside of us one is evil it's anger, jealousy, greed resentment, lies inferiority and ego the other is good is joy, peace, love, hope, humility, kindness, empathy, and truth. The wolf that wins is the wolf is the one that you feed. Mm. It's a Native American proverb, Cherokee. Right. Mm. So anybody want to go out there and check it out? So you think about just think about what it said, right? Yeah. Uh huh. It's not necessarily where when you think of. Um, uh, your your relationship at home or how mm-hmm. you was brought up you know we all well most of us some of us was was brought up with love and all these different things but <clears throat> where do those things come from when you when you're lacking um, 
love, you're like in peace, you're like in joy, and you got more of the other warfare kicking in, right? Sometimes when you grow up, we're not taught how to deal with those particular things. Sometimes we're not taught the correct way how to deal with anger, the correct way how to deal with jealousy, greed, resentment, lies. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. our parents do the best they can and they may touch on certain things, but we really, they really haven't really honed in and say, hey, this is how you deal with anger, right? This is how you deal with jealousy. And because they they may not have dealt with it or dealing with it differently, but they may not pass that down to their kids. So a lot of times we have to the fight within are those two battles between the good wolf and the bad wolf. Whichever one you so choose to feed is what comes out of you. How do you okay? <clears throat> the two wolves. So we can also kind of liken that to the good angel, bad angel, right? Each one sitting on your shoulder. Right. Right. So when we talk about things of this nature, we're getting into a spiritual realm, if you will. Yes. Maybe not completely, but definitely we're on the surface. So think about this. We are not, when we're educated, we're educated in a secular way and we're educated in a formal way. Correct. Right. But both both forms of education is feeding our mind. Mm-hmm. What you're talking about is feeding the spirit. Yeah. And I would submit to you that our minds are a bit more developed than our spirit, if you will. And I say that because just what I just said. From the time you start school, whether it's pre-K, kindergarten, through college, Unless you went to a private school, you don't even have a religion class. Or a Catholic school, you don't even have a religion class. So your religion classes uh, would be, you know, church service, right? Mm-hmm. And and maybe, and you can, you can cut me off and, and correct me where I'm going wrong at. But uh-huh. I'm just thinking about, okay, we feed our intellect, we feed our bodies. Right. But when do we actually take the time to feed our spirits? Well, we got to first understand that religion and spirituality is two different things. Okay. All right. You know, religion mm-hmm. is man is man based. Spirituality is God based. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's two different things, and it's one of the things. Can you can you intertwine and can you intertwine the two? Some say yes, some say no. But I think mm-hmm. it's a, for me, it's on an individual basis because some people are not spiritually educated uh, in a sense to where they can grasp both right because mm-hmm. spirituality you deal with so many different things and we all know that you know God is a spirit so you have to deal with things in a certain type of way right mm-hmm. so when you think about uh, like you said the, the we think about the universe right so the universe is built off is pretty much the spirit right so when you think about the, the old Indian proverb you're dealing with those things internal and a lot of times we have we are not developed enough to to deal with internal things we say that we have but has anybody really dealt with that almost like a an out of body experience with themselves right where you can see yourself almost like <laughs> i hate to compare it but it's you have to like dr strange right and that's a marvel movie if you haven't watched it it's really deeper than what it is. If you mm-hmm. think about Doctor Strange, remember when she knocked his body out, his spirit out? 
Mm-hmm. And he saw himself and he was like, what the hell? Right. Right. So you I haven't have, seen it in a while, so I have to go back and watch it again. But yeah, I kind of remember yeah. that. You have to have that out-of-body experience where you see yourself and what you want to deal with, what's really going on. But that's you being in tune with you. The biggest battle with anything that we do is internal, right? Mm-hmm. We all want to be motivated in some type of way, if it's for health, if it's for fitness, if it's for relationships. But the biggest battle starts within. You cannot make anybody else happy until you have internalized made yourself happy. Correct. I'm with you. So that is like the biggest battle of it all. So in order to to really deal with or really go forward, you have to be able to deal with yourself. You know, deal with your anger issues, deal with your jealousy, deal with your envy, you know, deal with your financial issues, whatever the case may be. You have to deal with those things before you can step out and do anything for anybody else. So how do you do that? You're telling well, me I got to do it. How do I do it? Because here's something else I thought about as you were talking, right? Mm-hmm. The two wolves. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, the two wolves, two angels. Let's stick with, let's stick with the wolves because I'm bringing up the angels. Let's leave the angels out. Of I like the wolves. Okay, I'm fine with that. Let's stick with the two wolves. Good wolf, mm-hmm. the bad wolf. Mm-hmm. They're there from the inception. Right. Right? So whether we are feeding our intellect or we're feeding our bodies, mm-hmm. whatever is going into our mind at some point is affecting our spirit yeah right so whether we realize it or not and when we do realize it whenever that comes into fruition we have always been feeding our spirit or neglecting the health of our spirit right so whether we realize it or not right so the question is yeah is how do you how do you deal with it right right so the answer is when you sit down and admit to yourself that you're that you are going through the situation, when you sit down and say, I want to fix me. Right? You sit mm-hmm. down, you I want to fix me. So it's almost like you take a piece of paper, you write everything that's wrong with you, not necessarily listen to what everybody else has told you, but what you think this is happening for you that's not really going the way that you want it to go. And what internal issues that you have, because we all have them, right? Right. And then once you do that, you have now narrowed down what you see as a problem because you have to see it. I can tell you, but you have to see it. So now what do you do to correct that? Well, you start being a little bit more positive, find motivational speeches, maybe start meditating, praying for, you know, whatever the case may be. um, And just really start honing in on what you can do to correct your misguidedness, you know, Stop looking at uh, what they used to say back in the day. Stop looking at what the Joneses have <laughs> and, <laughs> and focus in on you. Because if you start focusing on focusing on you, you won't worry about what the Joneses have. Mm-hmm. Because what the Joneses, you don't know what the Joneses went through to get to that situation. That's the problem with people. We worry about what somebody else has, but not realizing we don't. You don't know them people' life story. They may tell you the bits and pieces, but you don't know what went on for them to get to to where they are. Right, right. I so heard you, a. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. You heard a what now? I was just saying. I heard a preacher say one time, um, "You see my glory, but you don't know my story." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and people quit with, "Oh yeah, they did it." At the end of the day, that's their story. It has nothing to do with you. You right. trying to take you trying to take on somebody else's burden. It has nothing to do with you. 
you got your own burdens. You got your own crosses to bear, burdens to deal with. Mm-hmm. But but if you focus on you, and most people don't focus on them, you know, we live in the social media age now that everybody's making up stuff. You know, everybody want to have, they go get it. You know, money out the bank and take pictures. Everybody want to do this and do that. I live this facade of a life. Live your life. Mm-hmm. You know, work on you from the inside, and then the outside will show. And then those things that you want, God will give them to you. But it's a process because you have now dealt with the internal pro- the internal issues that you've been dealing with, and then now it you have to continue to feed that, can feed that good wolf. Because I'm not gonna say that bad wolf won't be there. We all have them. But you gotta, you feed what you want, what you want to have. So you said that God will give you what you want. Mm-hmm. Why would God give you what you want? I know He'll give you what you need, but why would why would He take the time to give you what you want? Because you know we compare God to your father, right? Everybody, every father wants their child to have what they want, mm-hmm. right? If you mm-hmm. ask, well, He'll give it to you what you want. That's on it's on you and how you what you do with it. So he'll give you what you want. Okay. So how do we get how do we get to that point though? Because now when we start talking God, we're talking spirit, right? But have we been feeding our spirit? And if so, what have we been feeding our spirit? And what has been fed into our spirit from the beginning, from the inception? Remember what I told you mm-hmm. while you were looking up the um the wolf the wolf um mm-hmm. quote, which I like, I really like. You need to send it to me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> If we are culturally conditioned, mm-hmm. right, and we're culturally conditioned to think one thing versus another, right, we think we're culturally conditioned to believe that we are inferior. Mm-hmm. How do we start to overcome that? Well, so is if you think about it, you have to first. I'm with the the black the black thing as well, but sometimes we have to just look at it from a human race, right? Mm-hmm. And me and you always talk about this. It's detaching from the matrix. If you mm-hmm. detach from what you have been taught and allow something else to not necessarily feed your spirit, to spark your interest, right? And I think it's more meditation and in prayer, right? To really feed your spirit. Because spirituality is is nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want the truth, spirituality is nature, right? Okay. And if you think about how nature is, when you walk outside, what do you have? Everything is is given to you. I've never seen a bird. Have you ever seen a bird walk up to you and say, "Hey, you got any more? You got any more of them seeds?" No. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> you know. Nah, you know. See, now you're making me think of an old song. But go ahead. You never ahead. seen like you never seen the cow walk up to you and say, "Hey, you got some more hay?" True. True that. Right. So those True things, God, God's already created. You know. You know, people talk about the pigs and how nasty they are, but they mm-hmm. they only being fed what people give them. If you allow nature to feed them the correct way, they'll be fed the correct way. But if you give, if you mess up anything, as humans, we do it. We give them what we want them to have, so they're going to eat whatever. Mm-hmm. Same, th- same thing with chickens, anything else, right? So you allow nature to take its course because it's the God within you, Right. God is already internally in you. Again, it's what you feed. Mm-hmm. If, you know, God is all. We all know God is merciful, and He's He's all about positivity, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's so many positive things out there. Like I listen to, and I need a refocus for myself. 
for me, I go and listen to Les Brown and Miles Monroe. They actually have someone did like a a little um, snippet for both of them. They talk about focus and time. You know, the time we waste and the time that we can be focused on ourselves in order to get what we want to get to. I will, I will highly recommend that. So you have to feed your spirit with things that you want. So, okay. Yeah, so think, you have to want to be in a better position. You yeah. have to want to be in a better place. In other words, what you're saying is you have to desire. And because be, what do you be realize that, you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, you had, no, not to cut you off. You had to mm-hmm. want to be a better you. Mm, okay. And you're suggesting because you're you're taking this in a different direction than I thought you were, to be honest with you. So really? yeah, yeah, yeah. You we are. Go, go. Whether you realize it or not, you're bringing in a lot of biblical um, what's the word I'm looking for? Biblical principles, right? Because it sounds like you're saying put God first, and He will grant you the desires of your heart. And please, I, I know that's a Bible scripture, and I'm saying yeah. this from a, for, the, for our listeners. I know this is yeah. a Bible scripture. I can quote Bible scriptures. I can't necessarily quote exactly where they're from. <laughs> okay, so please forgive me on that one. But <clears throat> I know there's a Bible scripture that states, uh, "Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, and He will grant you the desires of your heart." See, I was coming from more so of a, I, I thought more so from a spirituality side. Because we all believe that there's a creator. We all believe that there's God himself. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's one thing that we all can agree on. Now, how you mm-hmm. get to him, that's a personal choice, right? Because mm-hmm. some people think you got to go to your ministry. You got to open up the Bible, you know? Well, believe it or not, you are. <laughs> that's what you're saying. Because well, no, you're, you're talking about God as a spirit, right? right? Right. The Bible scripture that comes to me when you say that is, God is a spirit and they that worship him must do so in spirit and in truth. Now, I know that's New Testament, and I believe, I'm pretty sure that's John. Uh, I don't want to throw out the Bible scripture exactly in chapter and verse, because I'm I'm pretty sure I'll get it wrong. But it's either fourth chapter or 14th chapter, 24th verse, something like that. So you better than me. But you know, I was actually talking, <laughs> I was actually talking to a good friend of ours, and uh, uh-huh. we were having this conversation. Yeah. And one of the, the questions I asked him was, um, how close do you think you are to God? Ooh. Ooh. Now I'm gonna ask you the same question. Oh no, you're not. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. Oh no, you're not. How close do you think you are to God? How close do I think I am to God? Yeah. And see, that's an interesting question. Because here is the here is the what we're taught. God mm-hmm. is within you, right? right. If so, if God is within you, that means he's always with you. Okay. Um, a spirit has no confines. Right. Right? A spirit is unlimited. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if I'm to answer the question, how close am I to God? I would probably have to say not as close as I should be, but probably mm-hmm. closer than I think. Okay. If I'm to answer that question. And but also too, I probably need to be closer. Okay. Right now. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now for me, I told him. I said, and he he gave almost like the same answer you did. Okay. All right. From, from a from a biblical standpoint, he almost gave like I, I promise you, yeah, y'all gave me almost the same thing. <laughs> okay. Right. And, he was right. a, and I had to. He gave me a long roundabout answer, just like you did. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> 
All right. To be quite honest with you. Okay. All right. But you want me to tell you who, how close you are to God? Go ahead. You. 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 Uh, I got you. Think about I it. I am. I am God. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He made you in his word. If you want to image. take it biblically, he made you in his own image. So what is he? A spirit. He's God, right? That so is what correct. Does, what does that make you? A spirit. Make you a God, too. That and is now, correct. And we have to understand that there's two different type of gods. Mm-hmm. You got the capital G-O-D, and then you have the lowercase G-O-D. Mm-hmm. So when you... When, and I was telling him, I said, man, God is really not that, not this long roundabout God who everybody think he is. God is simple. He is simple in the fact that he, that's how close you are to him. He wants you to be able to look what's inside yourself and find him. And that's what we're missing. We've been taught and conditioned to go all, all around the, the, the bush when he's right there inside you. But you never take the time to figure out you. And that's where the two wolves come in at because you never took the time to figure out which one you gonna feed. You're feeding the wrong one and getting the, the bad, the same results, but wanting something different. That's called insanity and doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. That's insanity. But right. if you take the time to figure out who you are and where you want to go and what you want to do and start feeding the correct wolf, then that's why I said, then the universe, the creator, whatever you want to call it, will bend to you because now you have now opened up more of you to who God truly is, which is you, right? And start right. taking more responsibility of what you do and how, and how you live. Then those things that you say that you want, you will have. But until you do that, <clears throat> you won't get it because you're too busy. I'm not saying you, so I don't want you to think mm-hmm. I'm saying you. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. So when you think about it, you're too busy saying, uh, look at look at Miss Jones. She got a new car, right? Well, right. how did Miss Jones get a new car? Did she did she got good credit? Did she put right. more money down? Right? Oh, she always happy. Well, why the hell she's so happy? <clears throat> look at her life. <laughs> you don't know where she came from. You know why right. you not? The question is why you not happy? You know. Now, so you when you said that, it reminds me of our friend. Right. When I first met him. Right. I pose that question to him. Well, how, how come I see you smiling all the time? Right. Right. And here's the reason why I even asked him the question in the first place. Mm-hmm. And this is actually this is contradictory to everything you're just saying. You're saying mm-hmm. you're a black man living in America, <laughs> working where we work. Okay, <laughs> enduring what we endure. Right. How how the hell I see you smiling all the time? Because here's my <laughs> philosophy. <clears throat> I don't trust a man that smiles all the time. Right. I I don't. And my simple reasoning behind that is, ain't nothing in life that good all the time that got you smiling. It's just that simple. Life ain't that life ain't that good that's going to have you smiling like this all the time. And he explained it to me. He, you know, he mm-hmm. gave me a nice detailed answer. Uh-huh. Okay. And I was, you know, not, it was a personal question because I was being right. real with my question. Yeah. Yeah. And, you I know, mean, he gave me a nice, deep, detailed answer. And I was surprised because we really didn't know each other at that right. particular time. Right. So, <clears throat> and I'm not saying that my, my thought or philosophy is right, but it is what I think. Yeah. You know, a black man living in America dealing with what we're dealing with. I mean, we can look at last year as a prime example of what we deal with on a regular basis. Right. And still we're we're still fighting for equality in in various areas of community, you know, of living in this country. 
that's a whole so, different topic. I can go on that topic. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, so it's hard to quote unquote be happy smiling un- unless you know something I don't, unless you got something going on that I don't know about, that I need to know about, that I need to tap into. I just told you. You're right. <laughs> You're right. But, you know, because, you know, when you truly look at it, we don't really realize that before you can make anybody else happy and it's the crazy part it can't be a every now and then thing it has to be consistent mm-hmm. you know of you feeding your spirit you're you know staying out of bullshit staying out of drama mm-hmm. moving right. around it right to be quite honest <clears throat> and, um not an easy task all the time it depends on it's not an easy task mm-hmm. you know but sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta bullshit do, comes after you that is true. Sometimes you got to be like my boy on the Matrix, Neo. You got to swerve. You got to do the Matrix on him, right? <laughs> you know. So, but that's again, that's internal. Like you have to, you cannot internalize the BS. You have to internalize what you want for good, what you want to see your life, how you want your life to move. And I think sometimes, like for me, man, I go sit outside. I promise you, I go sit in my backyard mm-hmm. and just close my eyes. And I'm not saying I fall asleep. I just close my eyes just to take in nature, take in God, what he's done. You hear the birds chirping, you know, you hear the, the grass, the leaves moving or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You have to take the time to just go ahead. Say um, almost almost like relax. I was just want to say enjoy. It was on the tip of my tongue. That, that was and, that was mm-hmm. that was next. Like relax. But you have to enjoy detached from your phone. Detached mm-hmm. from everything and just relax and 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 say the things that you want out of life and then write like you said write them down. You know sometimes people have vision boards, right? Yeah, my wife I, is good with that. I started journaling. I had one guy. I was a he was like start journaling, write it down. You know, and we already know in the Bible it says write the vision down, make it plain. But guess uh, what? Let me cut you off right there. Okay, just to just to interject right quick, right right quick, Abaka. If I'm pronouncing that book correctly, two and two. I know that because I just read it this morning. <laughs> That's I just wanted to say that. Go ahead, man. And but then the crazy part is like some people when we write the vision down, that your vision is not weekly, it's not monthly, it's every day. Write what you down every day. You know, even if it's something that's bothering you, write it down. And try to find a way to speak positivity into it. If you want positive things to happen, you need to speak positive positive things into it in order for you to get where you gotta go so you're saying write down something every day yeah every day and you'll oh. see a change let me tell you I was at one job mm-hmm. right I said hell I don't wanna do this I'm gonna do it cause I got a family I gotta do what I gotta do mm-hmm. man I wrote in my journal man everything I'm, I wanna get out this job with more money mm-hmm. but within the same time of me writing it I had to put action plan I had to put action to it I started doing it got everything I wanted Got it. Now, I'm going to throw this at you. Now, I've, I've said before, I think I said this in one of the episodes we thought we recorded. <laughs> right. <laughs> I said, um, I have no problem being honest, but I will not be or I cannot be transparent. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I'm being a little transparent, I guess, when I say this. Good. This is something I wrote down some years ago. Right. Um, at this time, we were living in an apartment. And I was writing down, you know, I'm a homebody. I like to be at home all the time. 
Um, <clears throat> so for me, home needs to be luxury. Now, I'm not saying I, I need to live in a mansion, but I need to be at peace and happy at home. And for the most part, I can tell you I am, right? And <clears throat> I was writing down what I, you know, things I need in my house. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where that notebook is. And it's probably, it, unless I threw it away, it's around here somewhere. Mm-hmm. But now, for example, just I, like, for example, TV. Mm-hmm. I literally have all of the movie channels. <laughs> I don't have all of the sports channels, but I don't need them. Right. And, and now with the streaming apps we have, I literally have too much TV. And when I say too much, I mean T and you can put a plethora of O's behind it. I have li- I literally have too much TV to watch to the point where I don't even watch it that much because I don't know what to flip on. Right. But I remember writing that down. That was something that I wanted, you know, to be able to enjoy, you know, just being at home. Right. So I do believe in that concept. And I think I told you that I, I've written a journal. I started a journal by the suggestion of the missus, but I've never actually kept it up. And I knew that I wouldn't. And I think it's been over a year since I've written in it. But you're saying write it in every day. Yeah. I don't I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't either. Okay. That's something I want to do. I mean, mm-hmm. because we all we all should inspire to do better than what we did before. Um, so that is something I want to do, but um, I actually I thought I lost mine, but I'm going around the house going crazy. Where's my book? I need to find my book. <laughs> uh, oh shit, here it is. So when I found my book, it, you know, it, it, it resonates with me because I mm-hmm. know it's almost like you know these things actually work, mm-hmm. right? These things actually work, but it's also what you put into it. You mean right. kind of go? It goes back to what we were saying. It's the wolf that you feed. Mm-hmm. You have to put in the work for. You have to speak into it. Um, you have to speak. Well, they say speak life into it, right? So, so is the bad does a bad wolf have any benefits whatsoever? Well, it depends on which one you want to feed. I mean, no, 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 no. I'm just saying the, the bad wolf, right? Because we we're giving the bad wolf a bad rap, right? The bad wolf is all negative. The good wolf is all positive. Do we at at any point in our lives do we need the bad wolf at all, even well, if it's keep, for defensive purposes? Well, I keep mine on standby. You do keep yours on standby. Why? Yeah. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To, I may have to get somebody what they're asking for. Gotcha. Gotcha. But for the most part, you try to keep the uh I, I try to say the even the even kill. Even kill. Okay. Yeah. And you try to keep the bad wolf at bay. I keep him at bay. Because I okay. know I tell anybody I can go from zero to a hundred in, in two seconds. I don't even I won't even think. I won't even blink twice about it. Right. So <clears> I keep <throat> mine at, I keep mine at even at an even level. Cool. Cool. So I think, and it's a, and I think that's, it's something you have to learn, right? Mm-hmm. And it's something that you have to mature into. Um, but if you haven't mm-hmm. matured into it, you can't do it. You know, something you have to learn, something you have to mature into, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I read, uh, I ran across a Buddha quote, <clears throat> and I, I couldn't wait to share it with this particular episode. Mm-hmm. It states, "It is my conviction." That there is no way to peace. Peace is the way. Hmm. One more time. Hit me one more time. It is my conviction that there is no way to peace. Peace is the way. 
There's no other way to get there. There's mm-hmm. only one way. Peace, mm-hmm. is Peace is the way. Exactly. So, you, uh, when you hit us with this topic, the fight within, right? I was doing, of course, you know, I did a little research. <laughs> and, okay, I ran uh, this website, soulsalt.com. Mm-hmm. And it gives five steps to confidently believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. Step number one states work on your strengths, not weaknesses. Yes. Uh, step number two, be your own coach. Yes. Step number three, embrace who you are. Yes. Four, believe you can and you will. Now, I like this one because it goes along with a quote. You've probably heard it. Whether you say you can or whether you say you can't, you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you believe you can, you will. And whether we realize it or not, once again, we're talking about a spiritual principle here. We're talking faith. Right. We're talking faith. All right. And five, be uncomfortable. Yes. Now, that's a new thing that I just started hearing like a couple of years back. And I'm not, I can't tell you that I'm necessarily crazy about it. I understand it, but I'm not necessarily crazy about it. Right. And I'm just going to be honest because we all, who likes being uncomfortable nobody right who likes being uncomfortable and of course we all would love to be comfortable right right and be able to relish within our comfort right however how do you grow right when you go to the gym your arm your arms your legs your body your stomach whatever it is you worked on is going to hurt right and why does it hurt because you tore up your body Mm-hmm. And now it needs some time to recover. And so and you, when it during that recovery that process, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying you said that before. And I'm gonna tell you, mm-hmm. yeah, keep going, because you said something before. And and so when it re- when it goes to that recovering process, the recovery process rather, the 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 fibers, the tissues, they bind together and become stronger. Mm-hmm. So when you go back to the gym the, the next time, and when I say the next time, I don't mean like some of us practice uh, the next week or two or three or months. Okay, I mean like the next couple of days. Right. And you go back and you resume your weight training, your strength, your strength training rather. You now are able to lift longer and heavier, and then your body goes back to that process again. And whether you realize it or not, that's actually a form of uncomfortability. But you know, I'm uh, I'm, I'm interject for a sec. Go ahead. I'm gonna give you something that you miss uh, with saying that. Okay, go ahead. Because after you, you said some great things, mm-hmm. and you said it before, when you tear down those muscles. But what do your muscles need to do, right, in order to to go to the next level? Relax. Do do? Relax. Relax. Mm-hmm. What does your body do? It go through almost like a meditation period in order for it to to build those new muscles that you tore down we call it sleep see how they call it sleep Uh uh-huh because the body actually recharges during that time period when you're sleeping it's a battery exactly so now put Mm -hmm. that in the same context of what we're saying Mm -hmm. you have to what you have to give your mind your spirit to do you have to feed it right 
Right. You, you working out to your body. You have to work mm-hmm. out your mind. And then at the and then at, within that time, what do you do to your mind? You give it time to relax mm-hmm. and enjoy. You're feeding your mind. You're mm-hmm. feeding your body. What yes. they say is what you put in is what you put out is what you the results that you get. I can't the, the exact verbiage, mm-hmm. but it's whatever you feed it is what it what it gives out to you. If you give it junk, your body's going to give you junk and how it feels. It can't help. It, can't help it do that, right? If you give it nutrition, and the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, we take we take in negativity, we take in bad vibes from other people. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you have to watch the people you, you you associate yourself with, right? You know, you taking these bad vibes, you taking their jealousy, because we have to remember, and this is a thing that a lot of us don't even realize that <laughs> jealousy, envy, negativity. All those are spirits, and what spirits do? They jump. Ooh. They jump. They jump from anybody whose spirit is lacking the proper nutrition to handle what is what is it they're taking on. So they can't. That spirit, those spirits, cannot jump on anybody. Mm-mm. It has to. So, so like like we say, game recognize game. Spirits recognize spirits. Yeah. Right. So, a weaker spirit, a jealous spirit, an envious spirit, a uh, conniving spirit recognizes a spirit that is able to resist it. It, re- it recognizes a spirit that is able to even shun it and overcome it. Right. That's what you're saying. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> wow. That's good. That's good. So, what happens when one spirit? is dwelling within someone and confront someone else it has are you saying it has nowhere to jump it has nowhere to jump it just so just, so then what you're also saying is that that person that has those positive spirits that dwells within him or her can also share with that the person that is struggling with those spirits mm-hmm. right and so it takes some time to let's use this word purge it takes mm-hmm. some time to purge those spirits mm-hmm. so where are those spirits going to go then to the, to the next week spirit to the next week of spirit so as I'm, as we're talking I'm envisioning two people in a house mm-hmm. right can be boy girl can be man woman doesn't matter can be two boys two men doesn't matter mm-hmm. um, but two spirits in the house mm-hmm. where's a spirit once that positive spirit is able to overcome because think about this isn't it also possible that the weaker spirits can overcome the positive well if they if they catch them in a vulnerable a vulnerable uh, setting Okay. Okay. So still, it depends upon what nutrition is being given. Yes. How are we feeding ourselves? How are you feeding yourself? You know, sometimes like, you know, a lot of people may not do it. I will encourage anybody to do it, especially within your house, mm-hmm. especially if you have people coming in and out your house. And mm-hmm. I'm not just saying, you know, people who work in the house, even some of your family members, I would tell them to sage their house. You know, open up the doors and, uh, as they say, usher that spirit on out your house, because you don't know what you're dealing with. If you want peace right. in your house and you're dealing with hell, mm-hmm. you can't have hell and peace at the same time. Somebody got to go. Nah, that doesn't work. That's it called war. Work. Exactly. That's called so war. The uh-huh. best thing you can do is sage your house and usher that bad spirit on out. But right. what you're saging and what you're doing is cleaning, cleansing your house. But then you also bring in positivity in your house because now you're ushering out what you don't want. Now you need to usher in what you do want, and and that's even still you have to home in within yourself 
and say, hey, I'm no longer going to deal with bullshit. I'm no longer going to deal with, deal with negativity. I'm no longer going to deal with this. This is what I want. And I'm going to go forth from with that. You know, um, a lot of different things that you can do to protect yourself, uh, especially around your house from negative spirits because spirits run rampant. Like, man, I, it's crazy. I've seen, I felt because remember, spirit is something you can't see, but you can feel. Mm-hmm. And if you do have the, if you do have the vision to see it, then it'd be God has granted you something, you know, special. Um, but I can feel them. Like man, that one day we was out somewhere, and this guy spirit was so, so black and voided, and it was so uncomfortable. Like it was like the worst thing I ever, ever felt. I, I said, man, I gotta move. I had to move. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to recognize it and and listen to to that spirit when it talks to you. Yes. I agree that's, with that. that's all what the two wolves are. They two like kind of like you said, some people call it angels. Mm-hmm. The good angel, the bad angel. Mm-hmm. The good wolf, the bad wolf. Right. But I think it's all a, an internal process that we have to to really work on every day. You want to work on being a better you every day. And the process of being a better you every day is you weeding out, you learning more about yourself, having a internal, <laughs> an internal shit. To get Say that again? An internal shit. <laughs> I thought that's what you said. That's what I, I said. I wasn't sure. <laughs> you can have an internal laxative if you want me to clean it. Up, if you want me to clean it up, you right. have an internal laxative. I got you. I right. got you. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. You know what? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy I, man. I, I agree. Know a lot of people never thought about it like that. Right, but it makes yeah. sense it, because it makes sense. that's what we would do with our physical bodies. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what we would do with our physical bodies. We would take a laxative. We will purge ourselves or we go on a three-day cleanse, right? Yeah. We can do up to 20, 30-day cleanses now, yeah. right? And we go on diets as well. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I see where you're coming from. And what you're saying is, and you have to do the same thing spiritually. So with that, then um, would you suggest a fast? Because a fast is both physical and spiritual. It is, but I think a lot of times we're taught and I, and I'm not really that um, educated on fasting, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't. I think sometimes we're taught fasting is we're purging or we're fasting to get to gain something, right? Um, because there's so many different spiritual fasts or religious uh, fasts out there, mm-hmm. and fasting is not necessarily where you're gaining or you want anything. Fasting is is a cleansing. It's, it's truly a cleansing because you need to detox from all of it in order to put in what you want and it, yeah so I don't see anything wrong with fasting I would yeah, sure suggest it but I, if you do it you have to do it the correct way and find you a spiritual fast I, me personally I, I wouldn't do a, a religious fast I would find me a spiritual fast Again, okay. how I feel in my mind, and I could be wrong. Anybody who's out here listening, correct me, please. I think spirituality and religion they they sit on two different sides. They, I'm but sure we agree on that. We agree on that big time. 
and it's just yeah and so if anybody who disagrees with us please send us something and mm-hmm. let's let's talk about it but i i think we should go on a on a on a spiritual fast and just really focus in on that and feed what you want to feed so as you were talking i looked up literally spiritual um well first i looked up fasting and it just basically gave the definition of fasting right and then um talks about intermittent fasting which that's is strictly physical which i'm going to go back and look at that just for my own knowledge but purposely i looked up spiritual fasting Mm-hmm. And it basically coincides with everything we're discussing. A uh, practice of mind, body, and spirit. So sp- physical or, uh, yeah, physical fasting is just that, physical. But spiritual fasting, based upon just on its title alone, mm-hmm. includes all three. Whereas even when I was speaking earlier, I was separating spirit from mind and body. Right. Right. But actually, spiritual fasting encompasses all three. And, you know, our pastor, <clears throat> pastor and friend. Right. Mm-hmm. He states, he states, yeah, I've heard him state it and I didn't understand it at first, but we are tripart beings, mm. mind, body and spirit. He says mm-hmm. that all the time. Right. And really, and so the question I've all, one of the questions I've always had, how do you feed the three? Right. I know how to feed my mind. I know how to feed my body. My spirit, because it's not like I said from the inception, from when we start becoming educated, um, even as child, as children, before we enter school, the school system, we're not necessarily educated on feeding our spirits. One of the first things we learn is our ABCs. Right. That's one of the first things we learn. We learn no. <laughs> we learn mommy. We learn. We might learn daddy, but we learn mommy. We learn daddy, um, and we learn no. We learn, and then we, and then next word we learn is mind. But so we learn how to be selfish. But I don't. I, I'm gonna inject you because I don't. Mm-hmm. I think to put that on, and some people would, to mm-hmm. put that on, necessarily, other anybody other than the people who brought you into this world. Oh no 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 no! I'm not. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not blaming anybody. I don't, and I don't mean to come across that way. So I apologize if that's the way it's coming across. I'm sorry about that. I'm just saying, uh, it's just that's the way we're naturally taught. Taught, yeah. And that's you why know? I said it comes from home. Remember mm-hmm. when you asked me, I said it comes from home. Yeah. Because those, those things have to come from home. You know, you know when we look at it right. Let's just break it down. Go ahead. And I, and I know for some of our listeners, they'll say, y'all can, you know, we need to have a break. But no, this is how, <laughs> this is our conversation, like, every, yeah. every, at least two or three times out of the week. Yeah, and you don't give me a break. <laughs> right. I'll, I tell Rod, I wake, I tell um, our major, I wake up, like, I have questions, I, I have things going on in my head. And right. You can ask him, I'll hit him up. As soon as I get up, we could be boom. He's like, man, give me time to get the cold out of my eyes. <laughs> yeah. But you and know, we go at it. Yeah, we go at it. So if we think of it, right? Who is your first teacher? Mom. Who's your mom, mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Those are your first teachers. Mm-hmm. And who do you rely on? Even when the teachers give incorrect information, who's that child rely on to give incorrect information? I mean, they should. Mom and dad. Mom and dad. Mm-hmm. So with mom and dad giving them the corrected, so it's that's why I say it starts at home because mom and dad, that's their job. Mm-hmm. That's their job. Their job is to make sure 
that you have all the proper tools needed and tools doesn't stem with just school right emotions spirituality because you know as much as I come from a religious based household as well Mm -hmm. as much as we want to give the bible the preacher the deacons all this credit unfortunately as a kid you don't care nothing about that you give the credit to mom and daddy because they're the first ones that got to teach you before you can mature to even understand what the Bible, the preacher, and all them saying. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instinct- instinctively. You yeah. look because you look to them. And initially, I said mom without saying dad because from the very, from the moment of conception, everything you're getting is coming from mom. Yeah, that's true. Right? right. And, and until you actually, you know, are, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? until mom actually gives birth to you and you come into this world. Mm-hmm. Mom mom is giving you everything you need. Right. She is nurturing you. So if if she's eating correctly, you're growing healthily. If she unfortunately may, may be suffering from alcoholism, mm-hmm. that's going to affect you. So if she's, or if worse, if she's addicted to uh, some other form of drugs, Right, mm-hmm. that's going to affect you. So everything you're getting is coming from mom from the very moment you are conceived. Right. So yeah, that's why I said mom. But then after that, once you come into the world, mom and dad, that's that's your nurturer, that's your caregiver, that's your your source. They are your source. And then it starts to broaden from there as you get older. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I see where you're coming from. So there's so many different ways to look at it. So that's what I'm saying, like, really, spirituality encompasses everything. And um, mm-hmm. it does. It, we have to figure out which fork we, that we want to feed. And, and that's why I say it's always a battle with them, because every day you have a choice to either do right or do wrong. Amen. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that battle is within. And, on a, and whichever one you feed is whichever one you get out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I have to say, man, you took this in a direction I wasn't expecting to go. You really did, <laughs> whether you wanted to or not. Okay, you took you took it into some spiritual, biblical principles. So, um, and uh, as we're coming to a close, I did neglect to give out our email address. I also, too, I neglected to acknowledge an email that we received. So, I just want to do that. I'm doing it backwards. So, I apologize. Uh, for that, I should have jumped on that earlier in the charge very beginning. To, charge it to our minds, not our heart. Yeah, please, please. Um, I'm still, we're still new to this. We're still <laughs> so, learning and still trying to chart our way through this and trying to be unique as possible in the process. And we but, did read the email, so let's just make sure we say yes. that. <laughs> yes, we did read the we email. We discussed it, yeah. And I want to thank a friend of mine. Now, I'm only going to give out her first name, uh, Pamela. Um, she emailed me. Well, she actually reached out to me, I think, via Instagram or Messenger, one of the two. And, you know, let me know she had listened and then she wanted to um, send in some topic suggestions. And I uh, told her, I said, email me. <laughs> so she did go ahead and email us. And she, uh, like me, she's a big Prince fan. And one of the topic suggestions that she gave, she gave several, but I'm bringing this one out for a reason. She said, we need to say, I'm sorry, we need a date dedicated to Prince and Michael Jackson and their brilliance. The reason why I'm bringing that up is because uh, right after I read that email, I listened to one of my talk shows and I learned that Prince, Minnesota rather, is 
uh, posthumously um, trying to give Prince an award, the highest award that you can give a, a civilian. I just I can't get to the article, but I'm going to send that to you, Pam. But yes, they are attempting to give Prince an award. But I want to basically, I'm sorry, I want to make sure that I acknowledge you this morning for reaching out to us and tuning in to um, the gospel truth. And I'm pretty sure you, these topics that you gave us, these suggestions, they're not boring by any stretch of the imagination. They are challenging. Yes. <laughs> they are challenging. But we're willing to do it. I'm, yeah. I'm all in. I'm all in. Yeah, he's all in and I'll make sure he stays in it. And I'm a challenge, I'll challenge him when we bring him up. That's how we'll do that. <laughs> that's, that's how we'll do that. But, but you know, another um, good, a go good thing too, Rod, uh, uh -huh. and I want you to mention the different uh, podcasts that we're on now. Oh, the different platforms. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. All right. Um, yes, we are now, and that's due to your work, your diligent work, my brother. We are now on several different platforms. We are on Google. We are on Stitcher. We are on, uh, what was the other one? Overcast? Um, Pocket Cast. Pocket Cast. Yeah. We're on, see, I have it on my phone, and that's what I'm on, so I can't get to it right now. Um, we're on Pocket Cast, and there's... Pocket Cast Stitcher, oh, Pocket Cast Stitcher, Google... Radio Public. Radio Public, yes. And, and Overcast. I got it. I got it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got it. Uh, Stitcher, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, and Overcast, as well as Spotify. Yes. Yeah. So we are um, trying to grow and expand, if you will. Grow and expand. And as they say, tell a friend, tell a friend, and tell a friend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And what what is it you always say? You're going to close this out, right? Well, before we close this out, drop mm -hmm. the email one more time. Oh, I still didn't drop the email. Okay. My bad. My bad. Uh, our email address, <laughs> the gospel truth no bs at gmail.com that's the gospel truth no bs that's n-o-b-s at gmail.com and now i guess i'll close us out like i always say open your mind god bless god bless <laughs>